Welcome to Sterile Packaging on Track Radio. This podcast delivers insights on medical device packaging from regulatory affairs, process management, as well as discussions on the latest in sterile device packaging technologies. Each episode, our host, Charlie Webb, speaks with global experts to bring the most relevant information to our esteemed listeners. As sterile packaging compliance becomes increasingly more challenging, it is vital to avoid information gaps that could risk your medical device packaging program. Avoid package failure risks and build your skill set from your colleagues' experience and from insights from sterile device packaging subject matter experts. This is Charlie Webb and you're listening to Sterile Packaging on Track Radio Spot Radio. Well, I've been very busy. So I just wanted to jump in here. Really, I just haven't had the time to get into my studio with a full podcast. So today's not a full podcast. I just want to kind of give you a grounding of what I've been up to, what's coming up next. Just so you know, I haven't disappeared. I haven't been able to get into my studio. I have so many great podcasts ahead. We're going to talk about cool products that are coming into the industry that's going to help us all on the medical device manufacturing side to assure that we get our devices safe and sterile to the market. And we're going to talk about regulatory stuff and pretty much anything that's centered around medical device packaging as we do on this little podcast. So I was at the HSPA show in Nashville. That's the Healthcare Sterile Processing Association event that they had there. Used to be called ISHM for those of us who were go back a ways on that. This point of service is really, or marketing really for us is something quite new. Our company, Vanderstahl Scientific, where I work, really centers around providing medical device packaging equipment for OEMs of medical devices. So we're on that high upstream level. The HSPA show is more about sterile processing and packaging sort of at that point of use, facility packaging. And so it's a, it's an area of interest for us. But I was really there as sort of a, a mission leader for the Sterile Aware Movement or initiative that uh, I started this past summer after being sick myself from a contaminated scope. You can find out more about that if you don't know about it at SterileAware.org. talks a little bit about my kind of trouble at the hospital with a, uh, with a contaminated scope and darn thing near little got me. It was very bad. As a result of that, I started looking at other ways that I might be able to help as a sort of philanthropic service back to my community. Man, there's so many points and corners of where we can improve in healthcare packaging. We all do an amazing job, but there's certainly some holes and we hope to patch up some of those weak points as we go along. We're looking at ways to really get awareness out regarding medical device packaging, sterile processing, to avoid HAIs. It's a big concern. So I was there at that show. We had a nice little booth there. We're able to speak with a lot of super cool people at our booth that are process individuals and managers at hospitals for sterile processing SBD departments. And I learned quite a bit. Again, this really isn't my area of genius. As I say, I've been 27 years in medical device packaging for the OEMs, MDMs, to see that big gap. And I think, you know, anyone that's in that's listening to this podcast that's on the device side, I think you would be shocked and surprised to find out what the workflow looks like for sterile processing. We're all centered around the ISO 11607. We're looking at how we can conform with all of our aging studies and transportation studies, abrasion studies, that high level of evaluation to make sure that we get our devices safe and sterile to the patient's bedside. And how that looks a little bit different 
the regulatory side is so different. It's, it's very interesting to me. And I think at one point, we're going to see some effort to synchronize these two very different cultures in order to make sure that we get those devices safe and sterile to the point of care. So anyway, I was there and I learned a lot. I was traveling with Lisa, my wife, and uh, our 15-year-old son. It was during the Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> so Nashville was just filled with the so-called Swifties. My boy was in heaven. Super crowded. Nashville's a great place. The HSPA show was really well done. It was in the uh, Opryland Hotel there, beautiful facility. We got to run around, do some things that I, I wanted to do in Nashville, but of course, was really focused on the work that I had to do there and trying to get more info, more intel about this call point. Unfortunately, because I was there, I wasn't able to attend the packout meeting in Austin. It was going on, you know, roughly at the same time. And talk about FOMO. Man, I wanted to be in Austin so bad. I saw all my friends hanging out there. Gosh, everybody I knew. It was sort of like, you know, the kid, the eight-year-old kid on his stiction looking out the window. All of his kids playing on bicycles and kicking balls up and down the street. I'm like, oh, gosh, I got to get over there. But unfortunately, I, I needed to be there. And it was a great show. Again, I, I'm really glad that we made the effort to get out there. We learned so much. We're, we're able to connect to so many people talking about really upgrading packaging systems for hospitals and clinics. I mean, a lot of these facilities are still using these, you know, $50 sort of Uline products that they uh, use to pack up, you know, nuts and bolts. Certainly not in the league of something as controlled and important as uh, sterile processing. So, you know, we hope we're going to have a good footprint there in terms of making some changes on how we can come up with these intelligence systems and use sensors that are designed to meet the part two of 11607. So these are very high level machines with microprocessor controls. And we're really pushing hard in our medical device packaging improvement project under sterile aware to try to get these higher level packaging systems into hospitals and clinics. It's needed. We just kind of, it's very cringy for us when we look and see some of these systems that they're using. My gosh, I mean, some of these, they they go back 40, 50 years so there's a lot of work to be done there, in my opinion, what we're learning. Again, the story sort of unfolding for us at that uh, point of care. Anyway, it was, uh, it was great to be able to hang out there, talk about these improved systems, uh, certified systems, be able to make sure that devices coming out of the SBD was put on commensurate machinery for the seriousness of the process. And I think that's what we achieved. We got a lot of interest from attendees about uh, our product and how we might be able to help. And also we handed out tons and tons of sterile aware wristbands to spread the word on sterile awareness. It was just, again, great to connect with everybody, new people. I met a lot of new friends there. The other cool part of that meeting is through sterile aware. We have the sterile awareness superstar award and we were able to hand out, I think I'll see it was four awards that we handed out during that meeting, three or four. And it was fantastic to be able to present those at the meeting to people who really deserve it. You know, this was one of my pet peeves when I developed the uh, Superstar Award is that so many people just never, you know, it's one of those things where if you're really high level in the industry, you're all over LinkedIn, you got a bunch of patents and degrees, you know, you, these are the guys that are the fodder, men and women that are the fodder of awards. They're in the spotlight, they're seen, they're known. But unfortunately, a lot of times in the back room in SPD departments or <clears throat> someone developing a cool new product in their workshop for a device that's going to save, you know, tens of thousands of lives through better, safer, sterile delivery. Sometimes you never hear about them. And it's been frustrating. I, I fell into a, a similar situation where 
I have a patent on a prophylactic system to create a barrier, a seal-through package to create a barrier for tissue processing, septic processing. And I applied for a award. I thought it was a no-brainer, but, you know, I lose the award and I'm like, gosh, you know, what, what constitutes recognition for products that really move the needle forward? And I really feel like a lot of times, I'm not saying there's cronyism necessarily in that space, but I do believe that, you know, people that get awards tend to get awards. And that's the sort of trouble that I had with a lot of these uh, sort of top-down models. And so we're finding people that you would never hear about deep into the SBD departments at hospitals, great people that are working really more behind the scene. You know, the Hank Blum from Paxis, a material scientist that he's involved in everything, super cool guy. And no one really, I happen to work with Hank, so I see the sort of commitment that he has to the industry. Most people would never see that. All they know is that there's packages into the market that have cool new technology that was co-developed by him. And it's important that those people get recognized. And we really are trying to democratize this award to where it goes to to anybody. In fact, anyone that's listening to this podcast right now, hop on over to sterileaware.org, nominate someone that you know that just doesn't get the attention that they deserve, but you know that they deserve it. Those are the sort of people that we're trying to find in, in companies as well. A lot of times these small companies that are completely off the radar, just not getting the attention that they really deserve for technology that is not just cool, but it's actually making a difference. So we think it's important. I mean, why shouldn't these people get recognized? And I just didn't see any other sort of award model where these companies and people were getting recognized. And so I think we righted that wrong. We have two awards. We have the Superstars and Sterile Awareness Award for people in the SBD or infection control. And then we have the uh, Superstars in Healthcare Packaging. And those are the people that are involved in machinery, technology, materials, anything centered around the MDM side of medical device packaging. And so we kind of cut those into two separate areas because we believe it was a little too confusing. So we have those two set of awards and we're so excited. I mean, look at the, if you go to the serialware.org, uh, you can see some of the past recipients. We're adding some more now on the website as we speak. And I think we have another five more awards before the year ends that we'll be handing out. It's just been such a cool process. So it was great to see the SPD people at the uh, HSPA show in Nashville understand what they have to do. And again, another you know place where people are just not recognized. I mean, they're one third of the surgical team and yet they don't get the recognition. I mean, the star of the show is the surgeons, the nursing, the clinicians centered around that procedure. But um, people that are bringing in the sterile devices to make that all happen safely just really need that, that sort of recognition. And we hope that we can do that more through the sterile aware process. So anyway, I just wanted to jump in here real quick. As I say, today's not a full podcast. I just want to let you know that I've been super busy. So many things going on, all cool stuff, great things that are happening. Sterile Aware is just taken off. We've been so busy with uh, Vanderstahl Scientific, where I work, and the podcast is continuing to get more listeners. I want to thank you all. So I say we're about five years into this little podcast, and we continue to get medical device manufacturing engineers, even the corporate core Everyone listening into this little podcast, if you're in that space, and it's been so exciting to be able to deliver episodes talking about medical device packaging. So we have some great SMEs ahead, cool companies as well. So I hope you'll join me on the next episode that's coming up shortly. 
and we can talk more about medical device packaging. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out with me today. Look forward to having you back on the next one. This is Charlie Webb, and you're listening to Sterile Packaging on Track Radio's Spot Radio. This podcast is made possible by Vanderstahl Scientific. Executive producer, Lisa Wasberg. Director of Media Service, Hector Garcia. Audio engineering and editing by Joel and our friends at East Coast Studios. And this is Jonathan Lockwood saying thanks for your support, medical device manufacturers. See you next time on Spot Radio. Spot Radio.